everybody. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Sally Borel and this is Chit Chats Over Tea. I hope you had a great week. I hope you are ready for this small amount of time that I will be spending with you. But we have a guest today. So there's a third person here that will be having a conversation with you guys. Um, her name is Laya and she's one of my best friends. Hi, Laya. Hello. So Laya and I met in university. Do you want to tell them a bit about how we met? Oh my God, I don't remember. I, I remember you walking around being literally a ball of sunshine and happiness Aww. saying hello to everyone. And I was like, oh my God, she's actually quite cool. And in my little cold so heart, I was like, I want to be friends with her. You know what I remember about you? I remember you were sitting right in, right in front of me and you were sitting right to this guy, right next to this guy, and you were reading a book, and I think it was Charles Bukowski. Could I be? Oh. Yeah. Right? And I was like, mm, I like this girl. I already like her. She's fine. Cool. <laughs> I remember that. And we met in a classroom, and I think we were put together for a uh, group project. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't remember what about. I, me neither. I remember it was, we had to work together. You had this British accent that I was mesmerized with. I, I, I was just listening and I was like, oh my God, who is this girl? That's what I remember. So yeah, she is one of my friends and someone who I consider very, in a cool term, very woke. She's, she knows a lot about what's going on. And I know that her mind and her ideologies are very similar to mine, which basically makes us feminists. Um, we both consider ourselves feminists, right? Yeah, very much. So let's start by defining what a feminist is. I think that's like just to set the, the scene. Would you like to tell us? Ooh, what a feminist is, Jesus. I think a feminist is someone who defends equality and not only defends yeah. but actually works towards getting that equality yeah because it's like with everything if you only believe in it and you don't do anything that's like sis you're not helping no i i agree perfect i i mean i totally agree i think it's the equality for everybody everyone mm -hmm. um whether their beliefs, religions, skin color, um, sexualities, or whoever they are, mm -hmm. I think it's just we seek the equality for everyone. And I think it's very important to highlight that nowadays being a feminist is, it's a term that can be used both for men and for women, which is something we as 20-year-olds have seen happening. It's a movement that we've seen being born and going on. Because I remember when I was 15, 14, when you get introduced into this whole world of feminism. And I remember my classmates were a bit like, being a feminist is kind of dumb. It's like they, but they my sexist thing, right? Yeah, and but my female counterparts were like, no, no, I get it. So it's kind of, it's very stigmatized for men. So that's something that we as women also have to, you know, kind of. I, I 
Let's yeah. have an open conversation about it. And it's okay if you're a man and you're a feminist. Welcome. I know. I, know. I remember. I mean, I remember the same because I think about the same age is when I started to like consider myself. I mean, I didn't consider myself a feminist because I wasn't very informed on the subject, but I remember thinking I am a feminist because I want everyone to be equal. So that makes me a feminist. And there were so many, so many, especially boys. I'm going to call them boys because they, they are not men. Yeah. So many boys that were just, being a feminist just sticks equality for all women what about men and i'll be like oh you are the reason why i'm a feminist <laughs> i really don't want to have this conversation I, right now i'm not into this conversation right now but you have google so google it no but seriously mm -hmm. i i think especially for boys because you say feminist which just kind of like it sounds like we're talking about females but um no it's you know how we say which I mentioned in my last episode, we say Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And we seek, it's not that just Black Lives Matter. It's just that Black Lives Matter because we all have to matter. And if they don't matter, that means we don't all matter. Yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense, but... No, yeah, because in, in that sense, Black people's lives are the ones that are on the line. Black so we need to give them the importance. So in this, in this movement... I don't know, I've always, I, I don't know if I will see it, maybe I'm dead by when this happens, but I've always thought that at some point it won't be feminism anymore. It will be equality, that the movement of feminism will be studied in schools as something that we had to do, such as the suffragettes and all that, all that stuff. So hopefully that's what will happen, but... Obviously, still in Europe, there is a lot, a big need for feminism. So yeah. that's an indicator of something. But I really think that the definition of feminism should be way more short and easy than it is nowadays. Because it really is just about equality. Basically, yeah. I, I also, I think we, we forget to mention, but it's kind of like we seek intersectional feminism, which is like, a term that it was um there was this woman i think um her name is what's her name let me let me give me one second um oh yeah it was kimberly crenshaw if i if i'm not wrong she's a black woman if I'm, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken and she's the first woman to mention intersectional feminism she was actually uh she's actually still a teacher she's 62 currently and when I saw that she was so, because I mean, right now, if we say 62, it's, it's, we're kind of young, you know, you're like, uh, you could even say yeah, it's like, yeah. At but 62, like, everything's over. No, yeah, but I mean, she's not, the fact that for her to get to that term, the intersectional feminism, she should, ha she probably was like, I don't know. 30? I could, I could be wrong. And maybe she was like 15. Yeah. I could be wrong, but she was 30. So 30 years ago, intersectional feminism came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And intersectional feminism, she, she says some things and I actually wrote them down because I saw them on Instagram and I was like, I should mention that. She said, all inequality is not created equal. Do you know how crazy it is for me to think about that? All inequality yeah. is not created equal. Just the fact that inequality isn't equal, I don't know. It's like yeah. so, so crazy. 
So I, I, I could be, I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah, I think especially, you know, it would be really interesting to have someone in this conversation right now who is black because she, I'm white as fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking white girl, you know? So I have, it's, it's, you know, it's easy for me. I have, there's a lot of barriers that I have them. I don't even consider them. So it's true that until I, when I got to university, I started realizing that the amount of privilege I have because I'm white and European, yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's, so know, the thing is, I see you. I don't know. It's, it's quite easy for me to. No, go ahead. Because no, go on. Sorry. Sorry, it stopped. I mean, okay. So I think it's quite easy for me to have an opinion. Yeah. Because I see it from from the good side, if you want to say so. But I think it's you know my, I don't know how relevant my opinion is compared to someone who is on the other side and who is suffering. So I'm fighting for those who are on the other side. Because yeah. for me, it's quite dumb. There's still a lot to do, but it's quite dumb. Yeah, I think, so, yeah. I think you've, you've already experienced in your case, even as a white woman, just because you are a woman, you've already experienced the disadvantage. If you mm. were a white man, we would be having such a different conversation right now. But you are a white yeah. woman and just that, makes you less privileged than a white man. However, I'm not a white woman. I am, as I, I've, I've described myself in my last episode, but I am, I, I was born in Spain, but my, my, my parents are Moroccan. Um, physically, I, I don't think I, I mean, I've been mistaken by, by as, um, as a white woman, but mm. even that, even then, I know that I don't hold as much privilege as you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even even as a as a white woman looking, yeah, I don't hold that privilege. But I hold more privilege than a Moroccan woman who looks Moroccan. Yeah, it's a fine line there, isn't it? Yeah. But it's the same in everything. There's like, why is there such a category for everything? It's the same as I don't have the same privilege as a blonde girl with blue eyes. True. I don't have the same privilege. And depending which countries, I might, I will be asked for my passport because where are you from? So I think, you know, we need to, this barrier that we have in between women among us, we need to break it in order to then fight together. Yeah. As I remember myself as a 15 years old, as a 16 year old, and I'd be like looking at this gorgeous girl physically, and I'd be like, I'm so jealous. And I wouldn't like her. It's so bad because I wouldn't like her. I'd be like, Who's yeah. who, who does she think she is? And it's so sad because I look at my. Toxic. It's so toxic for us. No. And we all grow up with the same mentality, all of us. I know, I know. And I think of myself now, I look at myself in the past and I'm like, you're so wrong. You should have yeah. raised that girl. You should have been like, you're gorgeous. You know that you're gorgeous. Keep keep doing whatever you're doing to your skin and your face. You look great. You know what I it's mean? Like that, it's that TikTok, which one? The yeah. one that says, don't you hate it when girls? And it's like, no, I love it. When <laughs> that is like it. 
I know, I know. Like for example, how we met, and we mentioned it before, I was admiring you from afar and you say that you were admiring yeah. me. Admiring me and I'm like using the comments, but yeah, I mean, if we had that mentality ever since we were kids, and we, I think through our childhood, we had that mentality, then society fucked us up. And then, yeah. and now that we have our own ideas, we can, I, we can all like, I can say, oh my gosh, I loved your hair the first day we met. I love it right now too, but I mean, you look great. You always do. But I think it's like, you know, we kind of like learn. We're growing up and learning. If that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, isn't it scary how still nowadays I catch myself so many times telling my friends, stop calling this girl the B word. Stop it. Just yeah. say she, she's nice. This is toxic. You are you and you're fantastic and you're great and you're doing fine. You can admire someone. You do, I mean, there's still a long way to go. Very yes. long. Yeah, and there is this yeah. toxic... There's this one thing I have to say out there for the world to know. Okay. We, we feminists, we don't know all the answers. It's like, you know how sometimes I say, oh, you're yeah. a feminist. What do you think about prostitution? The fuck do I know? I don't know exactly. what I think about prostitution. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Please, it's I, so I toxic. Bad. True, true. Oh my God, you, you, you couldn't even say it better. I, when I get asked, like, and what do you think about, I don't know, whatever. You, you said prostitution. How much For me, it's always prostitution. Everyone is always, oh, what do you think about prostitution? Oh, but I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. It's not for me to think about, but all I know is that it's a job and it's, if she wants to work as a prostitute, go ahead, go. You get your money. That's it. I don't care. Yeah. You know I mean, what? yeah, and there's still this, you, you know, prostitution and feminism, it's a very interesting topic. The other day I was, I was watching this BBC docu-series about, like, female prostitutes, because there's male prostitutes. Because yeah. every time we say a prostitute, we think about a woman. Yeah. So I was watching this series about female prostitutes and there were they would all of them were giving their opinion about how they feel about the legalization of prostitution in Europe yeah and you know and there was this guy you know the guy 30 something who knows he, he who thinks he knows everything okay and he was asking everyone like women on the street like oh what do you think about prostitution what do you, do you consider yourself a feminist yeah what do you think about and I, was, and I found myself thinking, you know what is so great about the human mind? How we think we can interrogate each other just because we want to prove a point. So you don't know anything about prostitution. I don't know anything about prostitution and that's fine. Maybe I don't have to have answers. That's okay. I'm not a man. Men know all the answers. I don't. <laughs> I love the sarcasm. They think they think they know everything, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna prove you wrong. No, you don't. You, no, you won't. We've I'm saying, I don't know. We've met so many of those men. We've had them in our classes. We've had them in our like, class. Jesus fucking Christ. Let's not oh say names, but we're thinking about the same guy. I know. <sighs> <Okay>. <laughs> I oh know. my god! I know. Okay. 
the thing is with what you just said and you even said that um men there are male prostitutes but we hear the word prostitute and you think of a woman so sad isn't it sad how it's very sad how but you know what are... prostitution is the oldest job in the world the romans were doing it and it was prestige it wasn't something bad so you know what's the problem the church is the problem i'm going to say it <laughs> the, <church laughs> the freaking problem so, the, the thing, let me say something you say the church is the problem you know why it's the problem because the people that are against everything are the ones that usually sin the most if we say that yeah. You, for example, I read so many tweets saying that this minister who was against um, LGBTQ now was found um, in a... Oh, you think, yes. I'm like, oh you were closeted and you made everyone feel bad because you needed to get out of the closet and you didn't know how to. Seek help. Ask for yeah. help. Be, there's a family, there's a community that will just walk you, welcome you in and you will be whoever you want to be i mean but he was a right wing politician yeah. so if he were to find help he would have gone to china and asked for that shot and that <laughs> therapy that makes you straight again which i mean yeah true sick. but you know how different is what you say the human mind is crazy we i think of people as people and he thinks of people as as machines i would i would describe it like yeah. you know like we need to be fixed no you don't yeah. need to be fixed you need to understand why someone is like that and you just have to tolerate it you know what yeah I mean? can you imagine the what noise now for example no okay because there's no, no. there are being some constructors in the building i don't know if you can hear that okay oh it's not don't worry Perfect. If I hear them, I will sing. Okay. <laughs> We're listening to music, all right? Okay. So Yeah, feminism is, is it's something we should talk more openly about. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of countries. In Scandinavia, people are default feminists. I mean, you're feminist by default. I don't know. It's so hard in this part of Europe. I mean, the farther south you go, the more narrow-minded people are, I swear to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. It's crazy. Have you, we have this um, political group, Vox. Mm, oh, Jesus. I, I try, again, I try to watch as much as I can when there's like debates and everything. Um, there was this debate against um, gender violence. Oh, yeah. The thing is, you see... Um, how women from Vox are against laws that defend women who've gone through gender violence. And I'm like, you're a woman. What is wrong with you? Get it together. I'm not yes. asking you, you know what? I'm not asking you to, to like think the same as me, but I'm just asking you to like, in this case and in the, in the, in the sense that we're talking about, um, uh, what what gender violence? Just mm -hmm. that. Let's focus on just that. A woman is being abused physically, emotionally by a man. What is there to like go against? You know, you know what I yeah. mean. How women go yeah. against 
women and that's the worst thing that I, it's something that I hate. I, I really hate, I, I don't really hate that much things, but this I despise. You know what I mean? You know what's scary? What's scary is there's some politicians, who, there's a certain female politician from a certain right-wing group in Spain who has studied in Oxford. In Oxford, you and said? She's still, yes. And she's still, you know, not so much of a feminist, but she defines herself as a feminist. So as with everything, feminism has different, however you want to call them, sides, groups, 2.0s. Yeah. I do know, you know, there's neoliberalism, which I think is great. But like, let's, I think, you know, balance is key in that, in that movement. Yeah. And I think for a long while, we, have, we women have allowed this movement to go to some weird places. Yeah. Like, you know, how's, why is there this stigma of, oh, you're a feminist, you're a lesbian? Why? Why is there this stigma? What happened in, in what moment in history? I know. We were so busy doing something else that fe- now, if you're a feminist, you're a lesbian who knows everything. Either you're, you're a lesbian or bisexual. No, either you're a lesbian or bisexual. You are not straight. That's I mean, And I'm like, I mean, honey. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I, I agree. There and as you said, um, we it's not the I wouldn't say we've let it go to weird places. I think that, like everything, there are some people who are take things to the main extreme, yeah. And we do not associate with that people, but at the same time, people associate them with us, yeah. And, and I think the thing for feminism, at least for me, it's about we're going for equality. So I'm pretty much in the center with this. I'm not going with maximum sexual liberalism because that's not who I am, but I'm not also with, I mean, my aunt is a nun. No joke. My aunt is a Christian nun. Okay. <laughs> so my, my parents and I are the only ones in my family who are not religious. Okay. Because everyone else is religious, the ones that go to church on Sundays. All right. But at the same time, they are the ones who, if you want to say so, sin the most, if you will. Yeah. So it's a bit, I think it's a bit ironic because I'm a bit caught in the middle with this. And my, my aunt has always been very, oh, you shouldn't be saying that. Oh, you shouldn't be thinking that. You know, that's a bit me, 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 me. And I'm a bit in the middle where I'm, I mean, I wouldn't post a picture without, I don't know, in my underwear. But if you want to go on, love, it's, go, do you think? Exactly. Me neither. I would never. I am, first of all, I'm very shy in that, yeah. in the sense of like, I don't think showing my body would make me comfortable. But me, doesn't mean that, for example, Bella Hadid shouldn't, make it that doesn't make her less of a woman than me or that doesn't make me less of a woman than her so yeah and what you said about your aunt being a nun um think that the think of the fact that in my case my family was born in morocco we're talking about 50s 60s 70s um it's a third world country um and there is a religious ideology mentality as well. However, 
when we came here, I think that both most of my cousins we were born here and we all kind of think the same and we all want to like the equality for everyone. We respect everybody. We, we really do not tolerate hate in my family. But there are some things that my family says or um, some words that my mom, my dad, my aunt, my uncle could say. And I'm like, just shut up. Think of the fact that they were raised differently. Do you do not come yeah. from the same place? I mean, you know, it's kind of, we, we also let um, elders and people who were um, raised in different times, we kind of let them go and pass by that. You know what I mean? It's like, if, if it's a very, it's a very sensitive topic. And when you say, mom, you shouldn't say that mom, you're my mom, for example, she's like, like, that's kind of racist. And my mom's like, no, it's not racist. It's just a joke. I'm like, the thing is, it's a joke that's racist. And I'm not laughing. And my mom's like, well, I'm laughing. I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> All right. I'm like, okay, Arab mother. <laughs> I mean, in my case, and in, I'm an only child, so it's an ongoing battle just for me. So um, for me, my mom's a very radical feminist. So she's she doesn't take no shit. I mean, she's like, if you do one, if you say one wrong word, she will slice you open. <laughs> and then my dad, you know, you know, your average European white man. All right. It's not that he doesn't care, but he low-key doesn't care. Okay. And he's like, now we have elections coming. So my dad's like, who do I have to vote? I, I don't care about politics. Who do I have to vote? I mean, he's it's kind of like the privilege speaking for him. And yeah. Then, you know, yeah, for my dad, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So in that sense, in my, in, in my house, it's me or my mom calling my dad out when he says something that is a bit out of tone which rarely happens because my mom has kind of trained him very well <laughs> what to say <laughs> he's like hitler but i'm a bit like hitler so that's okay <laughs> i mean at least in in, in my place it's, i mean I, I consider myself very privileged because my mom is very spiritual and very in contact with her emotions and you know, she's one of those women who empowers women. Yeah. So, and I think that's why she kind of doesn't have a lot of friends because it's hard to connect with friends of her age who are still making comments. Like, oh, look at that girl. She has cellulite. Okay. Mom, this woman, <laughs> this woman you're criticizing is 20 something. You wish you were her, which is okay because we. Sure. Uply, you're the most attractive when you're in your 20s if you're a woman. Not I mean, that's something else, but you know, it's I, I imagine for our for at least for my the generation my mom belongs to, it's kind of hard to relate to your counterparts who are yeah. pretty much still in the olden days. So yeah, and for your mom, for example, um, it's either they're at her age, it's either you are a feminist. Or you don't even know what a feminist is. Yeah, you know, you like in your you're a Karen or or you're yeah, a fucking you're a Karen or you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's gonna be there, and yeah, then not such a Karen. No, but you know when a, a Karen, I I usually describe Karens as racist, homophobes, Islamophobes. 
But if you are demanding equality, I don't think you are Karen. I think you are being human. You are being human. Yeah. I think you're being a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there's a lot of feminists who are racist, for example. True. There's a lot of 50-something women who are feminists and racists. And I think, how can you be defending men and women being the same? And then you, for the love of God, you you can't be saying that someone who is from another race or has another skin color is not the same as you. True. Why? How? That's what I said. That's about how I said the term of intersectional feminism. Yeah. That's, that's I think, for me, I, I truly go by that. I... I am an inter intersectional feminist, you know? Like yeah, I'm the same. Body of everyone. Yeah. Everybody. And let's talk about the fact that um, the, the minorities and how much they suffer on a day-to-day -day basis. I mean, Oh, how much can we relate to that? And how much can we talk about that? I'm a majority, honey. I know. That's why I mean, that's why I say, how much can we talk about that? And how much can we relate? So, I mean, especially how much can we relate to that? You know, um, in my case, for example, as a, as a daughter of immigrants, I remember in high school hearing like, in the background comments every time i would talk someone would just say something that's like disrespectful or i this is a story this is a real story something that happened to me in high school i remember um this teacher did not come and there was this teacher substituting the other one so we were just kind of like playing around in the class and this was in high school no yeah it was like fourth year of high school so we were 15, oh, yeah, we were 15, 16, right? Um, this guy, he puts on a mask and you can only see his eyes. And he calls my name and he goes, Sally, who do I look like? And I remember thinking, is he trying to like say that he, he looked like, I'm supposed to say you look like a terrorist or something like that. I remember answering, I was 16, I'm not even kidding. I said, you look like your father. And the guy was like, <laughs> I'm like, you look like your father. And he said, what? I don't look like my father. I look like a terrorist. I'm like, shut, up. shut the fuck up. I'm just going to punch you. Like, if I were to see him now, I'd be like, you're a fucking racist. Funniest side yeah. of the story, he's one of his best friends is Moroccan. But, oh, but because that Moroccan guy goes out drinks and you know it doesn't look like the average moroccan muslim guy Jeez. you know what i mean you know how yeah. these these small factors i see and i'm like you are so racist and i'm sorry to say i'm sorry to break it out to you but you are racist <laughs> i you need time it? yeah things like this or yeah i feel like this small um what did you call them microaggressions yeah yeah i think that's something that that i i remember a lot yeah and i mean for me one of my bestest bestest best friends is is in fact moroccan okay and i always every time i talk to her i tell her like some of the best people i've known are not white 
and they are women of another culture. Yeah. And I always tell her that because it's true. Like there is some, you know, there is some sorority that makes us bond together, even if we don't belong to the same place. So even if we are here, we share the same values and we share, every, and we, we share everything, but she is still getting more pointed out, pointed out than me. Than me. So because I am white and I'm European and all that stuff, she is Spanish, she is European, but still you're the Moroccan one. Yeah. So every time I see that, like my my blood freaking boils because I'm like, no, she, she yes, she is, but no, she's from here. What are you talking about? So every time we go and grab a beer or something, they're like, Oh, you can drink? Does your religion shut up? Does my religion why are you assume, assuming her religion doesn't even if she right. is religious, which she yeah. isn't. Yeah. But in theory, I'm white. I, I have to be green. Why are you assuming it's okay for me, a Christian white lady, a white plain B word? <laughs> it's fine for me to drink and mess around with boys and do all that stuff. And you're assuming you're putting her in a, in a basket where there is a lot of young women who don't belong to that basket because they don't want to. So, exactly. honey... And that's a microaggression I see every time I meet up with her. And I, yeah. I, my, I swear to God, yeah. look, I can't even speak. I get I'm so gonna, much. I'm going to tell you something. You're going to find it really funny. Do you know how many times people have asked me, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from here. I'm from Spain. And people are like, yeah, yeah, but where are you from? And I'm like, where are you from? <laughs> I'm like, I was born here. And people are like, yeah, but, but like physically you don't look from, like from, from here. Where are you from? And I'm like, do you want me to tell you the name of the hospital where I was born? I don't know. I'm from here. I was born in Spain. I'm Spanish. Whether you want it or not, I'm Spanish. And um, I, a couple of days ago, one of my, I don't know if I should say this because I still work there, but one of my bosses, <laughs> this is so crazy. It's getting, it's getting spicy right now. Um, one, of, uh, one of the many bosses that I have, um, he pointed out that me and two other girls have very beautiful eyes and he said that well he wished oh he's a man oh jesus Christ. yeah all right true he's a man, oh, a man. but um oh. i remember we pointed out that the three of us these two other girls and me we are we have beautiful eyes i really accept the compliment because it's a compliment and we were talking about it, it was a very casual conversation so i don't mind that the thing is, um, this, the, the other two girls and I, we all happen to be Moroccan girls. Oh, and, man. Yeah. And I remember, I don't mind what the man said, because it's a compliment and it's fine. It's what happens after that. Some, especially one of my coworkers, she said, I don't really understand how he would say, you three have the beautiful eyes when there's this other girl who has green eyes. And I'm like, I don't know how to take that. You know what I mean? How am I supposed to say, are you saying that girls with green eyes are better good looking or have more beautiful eyes than a brown eyed girl, which we, the three of us are. And maybe that guy has a type, which is totally fine. Maybe he likes girl with brown eyes. You know what I mean? The idea of like having, the standard of beauty so very yeah. 
or European and white. And I'm like, I don't know what to say about that. Maybe I'll just I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to take a deep breath. Before your face collapses with a wall, I'm going to like be quiet and say, oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you say so? How many times have you done that? Someone has said something that you know you can't really, you don't have the pain. I mean, um, I remember when I was 16 or something, I used to be so much more, and I, I, I consider myself quite outspoken. So okay. imagine when I was 16. All right. <laughs> and I remember I used to, all the time, I used to get so much at everyone for saying one little thing. So, you know, but... Then on the other hand, I think, why do I have to put up with this kind of behavior when it's not fine? Honey, someone has to break it to you. It's not okay to be comparing women. It's, exactly. it's not okay. It's not. It, it's the same as if I haven't asked for your opinion, just don't give it to me. I, I, it's because I don't want to know. Yeah, I didn't ask for it. I, something I'm yeah. not, this is This is crazy, but um, even one of my coworkers says that a lot um empathy i'm i'm learning about empathy right now and i used to <laughs> this is crazy we're five again <laughs> we're five again and i have to learn about empathy so crazy but i used to think that if i am if i have to have empathy with someone it means that i have i, I have to help them yes or yes i have to get them oh, out no. of that problem that was oh geez, I'm, not, no. I'm not even kidding that's not because you're kidding. a woman Men don't have that feeling. It's us women. Yeah, true. We are carers. We have to solve everyone's little problem. You know, like, I remember when I, I come from a big family. There's, there's eight, we're 18 cousins on my mom's side. Yeah. So I remember when there was something to do. Everyone was looking for the women. No one was looking for the men. And I was like, I'm sorry. This is Christmas. We're like... 30 people, 40, we all have to eat. Why do I, because I have a vagina, have to do the things while men, because they have a penis, are sitting down and yeah. doing nothing? I think it's... So that's, that's why you have... I think that's why you have that feeling because you're a woman and you've been raised like that. No, yeah, you're right. My therapist asked me, and she was like, why do you think you are like that? And I'm like, because I saw it in my mom. My mom. Yeah. Like, so crazy. But um, this ties up to our feminist ideologies, but at the same time, it ties up to the fact that we didn't ask for someone's opinion. When, I, when you come to me, for example, if you come to me and you're like, so this is what happened to me today, I need someone to listen. You're not telling me I need your opinion and I need your help. You're like, I need someone mm -hmm. to listen. So I think that's something that we have to learn as well. Like, we are not asking you whether you agree with what I did or if you would have done it or how do I get out of there? I'm asking you to listen. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and I think part of feminism is calling those behaviors out. Yeah. So if that, if you had been in a place where you're not working, because obviously at work, quite honestly, I really don't care what my colleagues think. I, I mean, I'm okay. You want to be a racist, go on, love. I don't have to be your friend. You do your thing, I do my thing, I get my money. Yeah. But That's if it had been a friend of yours, I'm sure you would have been like, sister. I know, true. The thing is, um, 
you know how the fact that someone we we used to say um if a man is broken we have to like help him get better I, oh, Jesus. And I was so now yeah i was like interest in everywhere yeah, you know those everywhere. toxic those toxic books like after and all of those like of they put stuff. harry styles in there and we were all buying it i was like oh my god this is the best thing ever How no it's a toxic relationship in and that is messed out with teenagers so bad yeah crazy but um we are not centers of rehab for anyone and i'm not even saying no. anyone i don't have to mm-hmm. teach you about feminism because there's Google for that. I don't have to explain to you why I'm a feminist. I don't have to help you become a better person. You can do that because I took my time to be that. You know yeah. what? I mean? I'm, I'm not supposed to be your teacher in life. I am just someone who you met. And when you become a better person, maybe we'll be friends. For yeah. Now, for now, you're not the type of person that I want to surround myself with. That, that mentality can hmm. your life can just change your life i it did to me trust me yeah and i think another now i was thinking another daily aggression that we women don't suffer but men suffer and feminism can help with is going back to this whole we have to find equality everywhere and equality is for everyone in our degree we are humanists yeah. when you yeah. when you're a man and you and you decide to study humanities most of the times you will get that isn't that a girl's career isn't that a girl's job that's a bit and still when you get into the degree your opinion as a man will be more valuable than those of your female counterparts which pisses me off so much because how on earth there's an 80% of women who are studying our degree, for instance, and yeah. that 20% of men still get the most attention. What are we doing wrong? Exactly. What is happening? But that's the same as the other day. A friend of ours told me that in her final paper in British poetry, yeah. the professor had told her that um, he deducted some points from her final mark because um, she didn't mention that she was offended by some verse in that poem that was kind of offensive towards the women. So he was deducting some points from her mark. And she was like, how on earth is a 50 year old man telling me what I have to be offended by? (laughs) To me, a woman. And he's on top of that, deducting some points. I mean, if I'm not offended, that's fine. I I mean, that's a microaggression that we have in a lot, in a, in our everyday, in a lot of places, they are telling us how to feel. Oh, you should feel offended by that because you're a feminist, right? Yeah, I hate that so much. I hate that so much. It's so crazy. Now that you said it, I, I didn't even think of that. Like, how much people are like training women, not people, how much men are training women and to think like, this is offensive, this is not offensive. Don't be offended by that. Like, so I don't know. It's yeah, and the fact that you're a fifty-something white man kind of makes it yeah. suspicious because we all know what happens with fifty-something white men. They kind of like twenty-something white girls or twenty-something abstract girls. So 
Honey, I mean, how can you be defending feminism if then you go into Thailand to have sex with, I don't know, 13 year olds? Like, yeah. there's something there that's quite not okay with me. True, yeah. You know, the, this reminded me of, you know, the book, and there's also a movie of um, the, I think it's like the biography of a geisha or the life of Oh, a yeah. That, when I watched the movie, because I watched the movie before I read the book, I remember thinking, wow this is so touching and then i found out that the writer of the book is a white man and i'm like how much can i believe that man yeah is it true what he's saying how much is he relating to that geisha at the end it's fictional maybe it's not i don't know i'm like truly i didn't make my research either but i'm like when i saw it i was like mm, the writer is a white man talking about an asian woman yeah who it's a geisha in this case. And I'm like, mm, I don't think I, I should be. But do you know what's effed up? What's effed up is we have been talking through this whole episode of this podcast about equality, yet we are the first ones to judge men. <laughs> I mean, that's, we are only so true. Much we have to learn. We have to learn so much. We ourselves still do it. And I consider you a quite educated woman in this topic I think you know what's up you know your shit and you know how to go around it yeah but we still do these things I mean we still now we are discrediting men because we think eh, you know historically speaking yeah so and that's I think that's a perfect um example like we still have but that's also what I meant when I said that being a feminist being a feminist is also not knowing everything yeah I have to learn, thank God I have to learn so much. Imagine being 20 and saying, no, I know everything. Then no, kill me already. My mom, my mom is 60. Well, not yet. She's going to be 60. Oh, she's going to be mad if she hears you saying she's 60. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, mom she hears. my mom's 60. She's like, I'm 58. <laughs> no, my mom's almost 60. And she uses us, her daughters, which sounds kind of weird to say uses us, but she uses us to learn every day yeah okay we were having such a basic conversation she was like see i didn't know that and i'm like well, I'm just hmm? so i i think of me and i'm like positive and i'm like optimistic of the fact that i'm going to be learning so much throughout life and hopefully through my children yeah and that's so important like all i think about is i want to be so educated in all these matters because the day I have a kid, you know those people who have always known they want to be a mother? I'm one of those people and it's so effing weird because I'm a feminist and in theory, we shouldn't be raising women to think that they're going to be mothers. So, but I'm one of those. I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to have like a shit ton of kids, three. For me, a shit ton is three because I'm a single child. I'm an only child. For me, it's two because I have three siblings. I want two kids. That's the perfect <laughs> amount. Let's not have that many. Yeah, and I think what's important is I want to be educated so I can raise my boys and my girls the same way because, you know, if I'm talking to my daughter about what sexual aggression is i want to talk to my son about what a sexual aggression is exactly. because if they all understand the concept you know they will it's the same as when we said prostitute and we thought about a woman when we say oh he's a it's a sexual predator we think a man 
a 50 something man when it could be first of all it could be a 27 year old woman yeah and it's crazy yeah it could be like that cat lady from the simpsons who has gone wild i think we have to like learn to be anti-sexist in both ways yeah i mean i mean with i'm i'm the first one to admit i'm still struggling to understand that gender neutral thing but i'm still working on i want to understand why is if there's so many people who are saying that they feel this way i want to understand okay what's going on i'm respectful so i think this will also help us in terms of feminism because it will it will remove so many genders from so many stigmas i have not a friend i have people that i know that they say, no, it's either you're a man or a woman. I'm like, what do, what do you know? You're a man or you're a woman, but yeah. what do you know? I, yeah, it's like, I can't have an opinion on it because I, I feel like I'm a woman. So who am I to tell someone, oh, no, 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 no. You have to be this or that. Yeah, me too. I'm like, I don't know how to have that conversation because I don't know about that feeling. Yeah. I consider myself a woman. I, I'm a she, her, as they say now. But yeah. I want to I want to understand, as you said, I want to understand that. And how many times have you heard a man saying that? I don't know. Those, the word I don't know. Oh, man. Not, not, not that many. I think my brother and who he came here when he was five or six. My brother, he tries to be as feminist as possible. But sometimes the man slips out of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy because sometimes you're like talking and it's like, but I know that this is how it's going to go. And I'm like, you don't know. I am too know. If, if we're talking about my degree, if we're talking about my uni, and I'm like, but this is what's what's going on. And he's like, maybe it's not what's going on. I'm like, you have never gone to my uni. You have never done this class. What would you know? He's like, I know. Like, I know, that's it, I know. I just know. I think we could, like, wrap this episode and Mm -hmm. say that it's all about getting better, equal, and Mm -hmm. learning. And we focus on the fact that we said anti-sexist and how we assume some roles for men and some roles for women, you know? Yeah, and I think it's only about any of us, none of us know anything. So yeah, might as well learn something. Exactly. And, you know, we learned something today and the people who are listening might, may have learned something today, which then, cool. And if you have something to teach us, just let us know. Yeah, of course, we're here to listen and share. Exactly. So... We, I think it was a great episode and I loved talking to you. Let's do this again. Let's have another thing. I love having you. Yeah, I had so much fun. Thank you. I will see you guys on the next episode and thank you. Mm-hmm.